Hello. I just want to thank you in advance for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. I really appreciate you tuning in and I do hope you find it of benefit. Today, this podcast is all about the daisy and resilience, as the title suggests. And I'm wondering, can I hear some of you even thinking now, how can a daisy be resilient? How can such a small, delicate flower be resilient? Well, it is. A lot of people initially, when they might think of resilience, they might think of strength. And strength is needed for resilience too. They might think of an oak tree that might represent strength to them. How strong it is, how tall it is, how long it's been there for. How magnificent the trunk is. If you try to put your hands around the trunk, sometimes you can't because the girth of that trunk, the circumference is so wide. And how when you look down, you see that amazing root system. Sometimes it might be just above the ground before they go deep, deep into the ground to root that tree to help it to grow. And when you look up, you see a magnificent canopy of branches or leaves in the branches as well. So for a lot of people, strength would be for resilience. It is certainly involved in it, but it's not all of it. And getting back to the daisy, when you think about it, daisies, they can just crop up anywhere, everywhere. in The least place you'd expect outside in nature. They just crop up time and time again. And if you're into gardening, then you might see them as a pest. You might see them as a weed coming over and destroying your beautiful green lawn that you've been cultivating. And after you've cut those daisies out, after you've mowed your lawn, you might notice in within a couple of days, actually a very short space of time, that daisies, they just start to spring up again because you've only cut the heads off. You haven't actually cut right down or taken the root up out of the soil unless you do go to extremes so for a short space of time that grass can look beautiful and even and green but then you look out one morning and there's daisies again with their big white bright petals and central yellow disc of stamen just shining back up at you daisies they can grow in both fertile soil and very arid barren ground now, if it's fertile soil that they're after been growing in, usually the stem is quite small and stocky. But if they haven't had fertile soil to grow in, their stem can be really long and gangly. Because they haven't had that good head start in life and they've had to reach up and stretch and grow to find what they're lacking. Whether that's more water, more sunshine or just to fight to be grown, to come, to come up. So in a storm, that stem for the daisy is really flexible and it bends. It goes with the wind and the rain and anything else that Mother Nature has to let loose at it. And we know we've had plenty of storms in Ireland since January. We've had quite a few. And the damage that can be done after those storms but when Mother Nature unleashes a storm and if it's spring and the daisies are up or summer and the daisies are here and we're in the middle of a storm, the daisy closes its petals quite tightly and it shields itself. And it doesn't open them up again until the storm is over and then it opens up those beautiful white petals one by one and that yellow disc is free to shine its light in the world again. 
And you know, even though daisies can be annoying for people, they can certainly bring a smile to people's faces. And they certainly aren't shy in showing themselves at all. As I said, they just crop up. Even in the most concrete of jungles, they can be seen. I've seen them grow in the crack of a pavement where there's no other daisies around and you're wondering to yourself, how did they get there? How does that thrive and survive in this environment where there's very little, if any, soil? And you just see this daisy poke itself up. But it does. It's resilient. And I'm possibly hearing you now saying, why am I talking about daisies at all? What in the name of God has that got to do with hypnotherapy? To do with helping a person? Well, the very simple answer is that our mind thinks in metaphors, symbols and even colours. And for some, the daisy will be a symbol of resilience. And it also has other meanings too, which can be relayed to the client during a session or after a session to give them a different or a better perspective on things that are going on in their life now or that have gone on in the past. And that could be like a real light bulb moment for them, a eureka. A daisy is representative of hope and renewal. As young children, we may have played with them and made daisy chains for necklaces, crowns, bracelets. And this brings about a creativity, joy and fun. It's a time of innocence, childhood and youth. When we were younger, when things were more easy and carefree, quite possibly they were. The first signs of a daisy usually heralds that springtime is coming or has arrived. For others, depending on the session, it can mean fertility, birth, rebirth and a time of renewal. It's very personal to each and every individual. But if something like that does crop up in your mind during a session and it is voiced, it can be a sign for you that you know, it might be okay for you to go back to your childhood and have fun. Maybe you need more fun in your life. Or maybe you were stifled because you're an adult, you're stifling your creativity and you now need an outlet for it. You might need to lift up that paintbrush or sketch again or write some poetry or knit, sew or bake. Who knows what it is, but it will be significant for you because as I said, that light bulb moment will have happened. Resilience has to do with your bounce back ability, bouncing back and springing forward. No matter how many times you've been knocked or mowed down in the daisy's case, it's you having the strength to get up time and time again and go for what you want in life, what is important for you. It's most definitely an emotional inner strength that builds your resilience each time. It's that inner strength, knowing that you want to go for something and how you go about getting it. And resilience is where we're stretched beyond our normal comfort zone. So it might be difficult to get what you want to do or what you're looking to have, but you don't give up. And when we're stretched out of our comfort zone in life, this is where we learn and where we grow. We expand ourselves belong beyond our initial constraints of what we thought we could handle or do at that moment in time, that period in our life. And you know, when you do, when you do grow and stretch, you're learning. So you might attempt something once and you mightn't get it the first time round, but you'll have learned from your experience by doing. And this is the resilience. You don't give up. You decide, okay, well, I did try that. 
didn't work out quite the way I anticipated. Now let me tweak that a bit. Let me change something in my approach or my thinking or how I'm going to do it. You don't give up. You bounce back and you spring forward onto the next action you're going to take to get what you want. And when you do, when you do get it, you've built your resilience. You've learned a new skill or how to do it, how to get what you want, how to get there in the end. And you will get such a huge sense of pride and accomplishment when you have achieved that something that you wanted because you simply didn't give up at the first hurdle. We learn nothing by giving up except for failure. And it keeps us down. It keeps our energy low. And we don't have that sense of pride and accomplishment. And we're not building up resilience within ourselves. You know, it's just like when a baby is learning to walk. They kept on trying. You, even when you were learning to walk, you kept on trying and trying and eventually you just got there. You got up and you walked upright. You went from A to B in an easier fashion. So when you think about it, you went from lying down and moving your arms and legs around in a cot. Then your body grew and then you started to crawl. Or maybe you didn't even crawl. Maybe you just wanted to get there straight away and you skipped crawling altogether and you went to walking. But you did end up walking. You didn't end up giving up. You had that determination in you just to keep on going. You were being stretched each and every time in those milestones in your life, in your young life, and you built resilience. No matter how many times you fell down, no matter how many times you might have stopped and cried or hurt your little knees or your hands when you fell down, you still went and did it. And you might have had external support by parents, loved ones or guardians clapping you on. And when you did it, you probably don't remember now. But when you got there in the end, you felt amazing. You built resilience along the way by falling down and picking yourself back up and going and then walking. So today, in these extraordinary times in our world's history, we're definitely being stretched in a very different way. You and I are being asked to stay at home, to stay inside, to protect those essential key workers, to keep hospitals, shops, services going. And in doing so, you are building resilience in a very, very different way. And when this time passes, as it will pass, you'll be able to recant to those who will listen and tell them how you helped as well. How like the days you had to bend and adapt to the situation, building resilience. And you shone your light indoors for a clearer way for all to get this issue that's on in our world's history resolved. And when you think about it, we are so lucky that we're in a digital age. There's many people with phones, tablets, iPads, computers, laptops. They have access to the outside world. And I heard the other day that it was actually an article in uh, the Irish Times, I think, that... A person hosted, and it's actually somebody I know, was hosting a Zoom party. That they were having a dinner party and they had the rules and the etiquette of how they were going to go about it. But they connected with people from all over the world for a couple of hours, had a glass of wine or a glass of water, and they just exchanged having a meal in each and every person's own home. And it was such a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. Absolutely incredible. Many, many years ago, before the iPhone was developed 
or phones that you could see people on and have that FaceTime. We didn't have that, so we're completely lucky now. And it's just a matter of changing your mindset. We are lucky right now to have this time to stay in our homes and enjoy our homes, our surroundings, our families. To use this time to actually mentally and physically unwind from having to run from Billy to Jack all the time. Not really truing, enjoying and savouring life. Not looking and being grateful for all that we have. Even if you mightn't have much, you still have something. You possibly have more than another person in this world. And when you have that gratitude, it's just an incredible thing. It makes you see and look at the world differently. And I wonder, I wonder as you're listening to this, when we do get back to a new normal, and it will be a new normal, what part of your own life do you not want to take back? Is there a part that you don't want to take back now that you've had this time to unwind and relax? Because you've learned to adapt and bend like the daisy. You've learned to be resilient. And this is time to let you know what was working well in your life that you want to hold on to and what you'd rather change in your life so that you can build up resilience and look after yourself. Thank you so much.